Welcome to Stupid Debates with Luke and Kate. I'm Kate. I'm Luke. And our first question of the class period, I guess, is do birds want socks? Kate, please claim your side. See, my side of the argument is that birds do not want socks. All right. You have one minute to explain why birds do not want socks. I will cut you off when the time's up. All right. Birds don't want socks for many reasons. One of them being they are incapable of thinking that they want socks since they don't even know what socks are. Like they don't even have a concept of feet warmers. So that's one of the reasons why birds don't walk socks. Another reason is that they are probably sure they get cold, but they have other ways of keeping warm besides socks. With humans, we our feet are main, the main thing that make us cold, and that's why we want socks. It's also to keep our feet clean, but it's also to keep us warm. Birds, on the other hand, again, they have different ways to keep their stuff. All right, Kate, I apologize, but your time is up. So yeah. now the clearly superior candidate, who happens to be me, will explain why birds definitely do want socks. Maybe so. you can actually speak, unlike me. Shocking, I know, but I'm actually capable. That was a joke, you're great. Anyway, so birds are, they, they fly around a lot, but they always have to land. So they might land in something gross. And you know what? I don't think birds would want to be flying around all day with gross stuff on their feet. That doesn't sound very fun. But if it gets on the socks, kapow, it's not on their feet. They can't feel it. Birds experience less sensory issues that way. And the socks wouldn't even have to interfere with the birds, you know, clawing on things and stuff because you can make little holes for their actual talons and stuff and birds don't have feathers on their feet they have feathers on the rest of their body but they don't have feathers on their feet so their feet have got to get really cold because the feathers are what they use to keep warm so the feathers have got to. so if there are no feathers their feet have been got to be getting really cold so in conclusion, Your Honor, birds absolutely deserve socks. Kate, you now have 30 seconds to make a rebuttal. My counter argument is Luke's first claim is that, it, that birds' feet would get dirty while they're landing. And what I say to that is socks, while meant to keep their feet clean, wouldn't shoes be a better option for them? So this might be a side tangent, but I think birds should have, the question should be, should birds have shoes? But that's that's on a later date. Another um, claim is that- I'm sorry, defendant, but your time is up. Uh, okay. We, we now open the first poll to whether birds do or do not deserve socks. 
for our second question of the class period, what season is superior, summer or winter? Kate, please claim your side. I will side with winter. All right. Winter is obviously superior to summer in many different aspects. In one area, winter, obviously, it's colder. And me, I personally love the cold. In summer, while you may be able to go to the pool and do stuff like that, it's unbearably hot, especially in the south. I think the record high is about 110 degrees, which that's not the record high, but it was last summer, that was the temperature it got to. But with winter, no matter how cold it gets, you can just layer on different clothes and be warm. All right, a valid argument. Now for the clearly superior side of the argument, why summer is clearly the superior season. So Kate, Kate pointed out that while in, while in winter you can always layer on, in summer you can only get so naked. However, there are other methods that people employ such as air conditioning, ice, pools, things you can't do in, in, in winter. In winter, if you want warmth, you have to wear clothes that inconvenience you. You have to actually be around people for body heat. And that's really uncomfortable for people like me. Also, in summer, there are many more things you can do in the South. While people up in the North who actually get snow have many fun winter activities, we lack them. But everyone can do fun things in summer. You can always go to summer camps because there's no school. You can go to the pool. You can go, go on vacations. You can go to water parks. All sorts of fun things that you can't do in winter, even though there's no fun thing to compensate with because we live in the South. Clearly, summer is superior. Kate, you now have 30 seconds for your rebuttal. Thank you. Well, Luke stated that there are many activities that you can only do in the summer that you can't do in winter. I feel like the only reason you can't swim in the winter is that you're a coward. If you're brave enough, you could definitely swim in the seasons other than summer. A valid point. We now open our second poll for which season is better. Now for our third question, what is the objectively best color of the rainbow? Personally, I think it's blue. Kate, what do you think? Very good question to ask. And while it varies, most commonly red is the first color in the rainbow. And that's why I think it's the best. That's not only the reason though. While red is often associated with, while colors in general, are usually associated with different emotions. While Luke chose blue, blue is often associated with sadness and red is often associated with anger. But I feel like it should be a different story for red. I feel like red should be more about love and passion. Well, that's an interesting perspective that I would love to hear more about. It's now time for Luke to discuss why blue is obviously the best color of the rainbow. Luke, take it away. 
thank you thank you luke Two electric boogaloo so the reason blue is clearly the best color is because it is a constant in our lives kate claimed that it was commonly associated with sadness but i'd say it's more associated with the calming effect of the sky the sky is blue just like the water that it's that it is reflected on the wa water and the sky are blue things that we would not be able to survive without. We would die without, the th without things that are the color blue. But you know what else would die without things that are the color blue? Baby turtles. Baby turtles would die without things that are the color blue. Do you want baby turtles to die? No, you don't want baby turtles to die. And that's why I know I'll have your vote for blue as the best color of the rainbow. Thank you, Luke. That is a very interesting perspective. And now it is Kate's turn for her 30 seconds of rebuttal. Kate, take it away. Thank you, Luke, too. Um, while Luke made many, many claims, most of them were not factual. Water, as you know, it's often depicted that it's blue, but it's not actually blue. It's clear. And if you thought about it, yeah, that makes sense. But one thing you might not have known is that the sky isn't blue either. It's The sun isn't actually yellow either. It just appears that way. The shorter blue and violet wavelengths get scattered mostly by the air, making the sky around us appear blue. So in short, no, blue is not vital to this earth. Thank you. Interesting perspective. We now open our polling for the third question is which color is better, red or blue? For our final question of the class period, are women secretly made of iron? Kate, which side will you be taking? Obviously, I am a woman. So I think I will be taking the side that women are made of iron, secret or not. Luke Original will be arguing that women are not made of iron. Kate, take it away. Thank you. I have many points. One of the main aspects of this is that, well, male alone doesn't mean anything besides that you are a man. Female, on the other hand, is phi plus male. And some of you may know, but most of you might not, Phi, F-E, is actually the symbol for iron. And that's why I think all women are secretly iron men. All right, that is an interesting perspective. Now take it away, Luke, for why you think women aren't secretly made of iron. Thank you, Luke, number two. So why women are not iron. So while Phi plus male may mean iron man, that means that that would imply that there is a subspecies of men that are made of iron, not a not that a different gender is made of iron. By that implication, everyone would be one gender, it, it, but some of them would be made of iron and some of them would be made of flesh, since we have multiple genders and not just one divided by physical texture women are not secretly made of iron. 
Thank you, Luke, for your very valid argument. Now, Kate, for your 30 seconds of rebuttal. And Kate. We hope Bye. to see you next time. Thank you, Luke. Well, he made very good points, and most of them are logical. I have to pose the question, who said women were human? Maybe we are a subspecies to men. And that's why I think women are part iron. I still agree with my statement that the chemical symbol FE is iron. And that's why I think that women are Iron Man. Yes, and thank you for both of your valid arguments. So we are now opening up our two final polls. One of them is, are women made of iron? And the second one being, if women are made of iron, are they Iron Man or Iron Golems? We thank you for your valuable time spent listening to this podcast, and we hope you enjoy the rest of your day. This has been Dumb Debate.